John the 11th chapter verse 35 Jesus wept Bible before breakfast Mildred Kingsley-Gongo here Good morning we're still dealing with grief and this morning I want to talk to you about how to deal with grief now I've established that it's a normal thing Grief is the way that your body responds to losing something that was valuable or familiar. And the truth is, because of loss, we all experience different kinds of emotional pain. And it may not even just be death. It can be loss in terms of losing a relationship, a divorce, losing a job. Grief is just the way your body responds to some of the challenges of this world. And the truth is that it expresses itself in many ways. It can be through tears, it can be through anger, it can be just by you constantly remembering, it can be through confusion, it may be through a flood of questions, and really just how you sort through how your life has somehow changed. And you know, the thing about grief is, we often don't want it to be our reality. We want the pain to go away. We don't want this to be true. A lot of times we have to go through denial. And today I'm not really here to talk to you in terms of the different stages of grief because there are stages to grief. But I'm here today to give you some simple biblical steps that I think will help ease the pain of whatever thing that you're grieving. The first thing I know is that grief should be expressed. Jesus wept. If you read through the book of Psalms, David was consistently grieving over different things. Loss of a relationship with his son, death of his child, loss of his, his relationship with Saul. He was grieving over being driven out of a palace, living in the, the wilderness, running for his life. He was constantly grieving something being chased by Saul his life was different cycles of pain we saw Job literally a whole book about grief and asking questions trying to figure out why this happened to him and we also learn from Job and his friends how not to deal with grief how not to to comfort people who are going to grieve the right way and the wrong way to be a friend in times of grieving. The Bible tells us clearly that Jesus wept. So we shouldn't be afraid to grieve, especially because we have a God who is touched by what we feel. Psalm 34 verse 18 says that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and he saves those who are crushed in spirit. God is close to you when your heart is broken. So it's a time for you to really give God back the emotion that he's given to you. God is the giver of emotions and he's the one that has designed how to deal with grief in healthy ways. So I'll give you a few things today and some scriptures as I go on that may rise. But the truth is I want to give you some practical steps because I know that you're in a place of pain. And sometimes we don't know how to come out of it. It just seems like there's a dark hole that we're sitting in and we want to climb out of it, but sometimes we don't know how to. And so the first thing like Jesus did, allow your emotions to rise to the top. 
cry if you need to cry scream if you need to scream the bible says that with a loud voice he screamed lazarus come forth whatever you need to do if you need to cry cry if you need to ask questions ask questions please do not ignore what is coming to the surface do not ignore what is coming out of you whatever you're feeling at the time take it to god he's willing to help so take it to god once you understand some of the things that are coming out of you once you are able to process some of it the anger the denial the questions one of the things that happened for me was i constantly asked myself did i do enough was I there? Was I the kind of child he would be proud of? I constantly asked myself questions. And you know, that's a stage. I had to deal with that. And it's a healthy way to deal with it. Don't just suppress it. Don't just push it away. But deal with it. Deal with it so that it doesn't become chronic issues of depression and become a medical issue. So deal with it, ask questions, feel them, cry if you need to, shout if you need to, whatever you need to do, do it. The second thing I would encourage is to grieve with others. The Bible tells us in Romans 12 verse 15, to rejoice with those who rejoice and to mourn with those who mourn. Sometimes you may need to grieve alone because you need the space. And to be honest, I felt like that a lot. I didn't want to pick my phone. I didn't want to answer text messages. I just needed this space. And every time someone called me, I kept wondering, why are you calling me? I was angry and I allowed myself to deal with that. Why are you calling me? What exactly can you say to me right now that will bring my father back? What questions can you answer for me? What exactly can you do for me? And so at some point I wanted to be alone. And truly, solitary grieving may be okay. But at some point, you need people who have been with that person. One of the most healing moments for me was at a point where my sisters and I had to go home to be with my mom for a bit. And we would just sit up all night and talk about my dad and talk about growing up and we would laugh and we would cry and we would argue about our own view of some of those experiences. No, this was daddy did this. No, no, that's not how it happened. And we mourned together. We laughed together, but we mourned together. Romans 12, 15 was one of the most comforting scriptures for me in this season. It says, rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. Be around people. Be around people who are grieving with you as well. Be around people who will understand. Be around friends, family, those who will give you what you need in this season. Don't try to just do it alone. Another thing I think is so important is that in this season, you must be willing to acknowledge the good and the bad. Some of the emotions you will feel will be good ones. Sometimes you may remember the good things. Sometimes you may remember the bad things you experienced with them. It's okay. The book of Lamentations is in the Bible, just as much as the book of Psalms is there. You will find times 
when David cried out in pain, but you also find times where he reached out to God and cried out in joy or in anticipation of God's love and his need for God. Psalm 34 verse 1 to 5, the message translation, is one of the scriptures I relied a lot on in this season. It says, I bless God every chance I get. My lungs expand with his praise. Every chance you get, just say praise God. Praising God somehow pushes out the grief. Give God praise and you will feel your heart saturate with love and healing. Verse 2 says, I live and breathe God. If things are not going well, hear this and be happy. I live and breathe God. You are still alive. And that's a reason to be happy. Verse 3 says, join me in spreading the news. Together, let's get the word out. And he says, God met me more than halfway. And he freed me from my anxious fears. One of the things that I felt a lot of was anxious fears. Interestingly, I'm not a baby anymore. I'm not a young child anymore. But I will always be my father's child. There will always be times where you just feel safe knowing that he's there and he's covering you. But now that he's gone, sometimes I just would feel, oh my God, I'm alone. But you're not alone. And every time I felt that, I went to God. And the truth is, like verse 4 of Psalm 34 says, God met me more than halfway. He freed me from my anxious fears. Every time I felt that way, I remembered that I have a heavenly father. And verse 5 says, and this is so important, so I'd like you to listen to this. Look at him. Give him your warmest smile. Never hide your feelings from him. So whatever you're feeling, never hide it from God. Allow him work with what you have. Give it to him. He will take the pain away. You need to accept the reality of what is happening to you. Grieve what may never be. May never see get the opportunity or see another opportunity to bless my dad or love on him that's gone and that's okay this would be a good time to accept the things that you cannot change that's part of the grieving process as well understand that there are people here who still love you and still need you so as much as you allow time and space for your grief I don't think there's any set timetable for when to stop crying. You may grieve for as long as you want, but please do understand that there are people here who still need you and who still love you. And remember, don't let your life stop just because you've lost someone. The truth is, John chapter 10 verse 10 tells us that Jesus came that we may have life, that we may enjoy this life till it's overflowing. So one of the injustices you will do yourself is to stop living because someone else in your life stopped living. Good morning. What a wonderful way to start your day. Bible Before Breakfast with Mildred King Sukumpo.